Welcome to On the Brink, a fresh lens to take your business to new heights. Hi, I'm Andy Simon, and I have this wonderful podcast to help you see, feel, and think in new ways about you and your business. So whatever you're doing, it's a time to pause, step back and begin to reflect on, is this enough? Is this the right place for us? What else can we do to change? And humans hate to change. And so I bring you guests who are going to help you do just that. Something you may not be happy doing, but to see things through a fresh lens will help you adapt to these fast changing times. And the times are changing. So today I have the pleasure of bringing Angela Henderson here from Australia. I've been to Australia, Brisbane, the whole country is beautiful, but Angela came to me to help you understand how, in her perspective, marketing, but people are changing and the whole business that you're in is changing and you can grow your business with tremendous opportunities, but you're going to have to stop, pause and rethink it because I think that's the time that we're in. And I'm looking at her face and we're having fun just thinking about the changes that are coming. Angela, thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you're welcome. Now, tell our listeners, since they won't be able to enjoy your face, what is it about Angela Henderson that's so important for them to know? A little bit about your own journey. And then we'll get into this whole concept of human to human that's really becoming important, if not essential, in today's world. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess there's always three things that I say are super important. One is I'm a super proud Canadian, even though I live in Australia. And I always say, what's not to love? We've got great hockey, great beer, and we've got Tim Hortons donuts. I mean, (laughs) a great combination. The next thing I say is I love Nutella. I eat it from the jar. I eat it in ice cream. I eat it in cookies. You name it. Nutella and I go hand in hand. And the third thing is, is I love the color pink with a splash of glitter. You take that uh, duo combination and, and the world is a good place. Uh, besides those kind of three things, I am also a business consultant working with specifically women in business to get all those pieces in place for five-figure months and on to six and seven-figure years. So, you know, yeah, in between eating Nutella, you know, wrapping myself in pink and glitter, life is pretty good, Andy. Um, my business journey, let's see, where do I start? I've been in business now for over a decade. My first business was an e-com platform where one day I was just looking at my nine-month-old son. He's now 11. And uh, we were on the ground playing and it was all these magical and noisy toys, but they were all battery operated. And full disclosure is I'm all about iPads and that, but I'm also about moderation of things. And I just was going, these are really great toys, but he's not having to do any of the thinking. Everything's going clapping for him and the music's going off. And I said, surely as a trained mental health clinician of 15 years, I'm like, there's got to be some other toys out there that he can play with that will spark his imagination, his motor skills. So that's when I went looking for other wooden educational toys that would allow that to happen. Uh, and I started a business called Finley and Me. We had 1,400 different e-com products at one stage, uh, again, predominantly working on creating memories, fine motor skills. I also became one of Australia's leading uh, parenting influencers. I was signed with Netflix as one of their top 30 influencers over here in Australia and worked with similar brands that are in America, like say your Walmarts, your Targets, your Whole Foods, and then your Club Meds and Hilton. So they wanted my audience and that allowed me to have another income stream within that business. So my one income stream was the e-com products. The second income stream was the influencer marketing, which was fun and great. And, you know, I got to go to toy fairs and buy a variety of cool toys and learn about things. So that was really fun. And then what happened though, is people wanted to start picking my brain. And I realized though, after going for 14 coffee dates over a matter of 14 weeks that I don't even drink coffee, I was having to pay for my own diet coke. Then I was driving 30 minutes one way, 30 minutes back sharing. And I was like, oh, 
oh, if I charge these people for my expertise as a business consultant, I can have a second business. And that's where Angela Henderson Consulting started uh, three and a half, almost four years ago. And yeah, like I said, now I work with women through one-to-one, my mastermind. I run Australia's leading four-day, three-night women in business retreat and have a podcast too. So ultimately, Andy, my mission is to be able to help another 2,000 women by 2025 to have the tools, community, and resources they need to get wealth in the hands of women. Women, our data shows us, fail at a higher rate than men, but our data also shows us that when you get wealth into the hands of women, they contribute that back into society more than men. That's data. That's not me. Do you know what I mean? Having a go at men, that's generally. So my thing is to make sure that I can provide free resources and paid resources depending on women are at in their journey. So yeah. How exciting and how timely. Uh, My new book comes out in January 2021. It's called Rethink, Mm -hmm. Smashing the Myths of Women in Business. Mm -hmm. And with it, I have a program that's just coming together now. I'm working with a dozen women. It's called Rethink Your Journey with Andy Simon. And Mm -hmm. like you, I've met far too many women who are stuck or stalled. Mm -hmm. And while that's the kind of business I've been doing for a long time now, for over two decades with companies, I realize that women need a hand differently, but in a similar way to pause and rethink where they are and how to get the kind. And it's less about the income than it is about the purpose and the meaning of life. So this is very exciting. Now, as you're doing this, you have developed a whole approach that is really terrific. You want to share with us what you've learned and how it's so relevant to what you're doing? So yes, in regards to when I've been looking at marketing and what people have said we need to do or we should be doing, and one of the things that I work with the women in business that I work with is, yes, of course, we have our B2B and our B2C marketing, 100%. But one of the things that I came across was people-to-people marketing, or as I call it, human-to-human, depending on where you live in the world. And really, human-to-human marketing is about creating the experience and interaction that one faces with a particular brand. If you think about some of the uh, companies that you continue to to contribute money to on a regular basis, they typically will have these two combinations, the experience and interaction. An example that I use is when I was pregnant with Finley, I was craving, again, Diet Coke is kind of my poison, call it what you will, but that's what I drink. Um, And this, I was like muffins, donuts, whatever. That was my cravings. But what I found, Andy, though, was as I found this beautiful little boutique uh, store here in uh, Milton, Brisbane. It's a little suburb. And they had these beautiful, it was owned by an Italian family, still is. They've got these amazing muffins and they're like, literally were like the size of my palm. And they were blueberry and raspberry. And I would go in there four or five times a week. And when I first started going in there, I was like, so glad I just found them. But then they started saying, oh, you know, how far along are you? And Angela, you know, what's going on? Do you know if it's a boy, if it's a girl and et cetera. And then all of a sudden Finley came along and it was like, oh my goodness, how are you Finley? And then Chloe came along and my little one. And what happened was, is we now live 20 minutes or so a 40 minute return trip. And that's where my kids go to school actually is out in that area. But the thing is, is I still go four times a week to this little cafe and buy the muffin and I buy the can of Coke, even though it now costs me $7, their muffins aren't as good as they used to be. But the thing is, is it's that human to human marketing. You feel like there's an essence of community there. You feel like there's an essence of home when you're there. Um, And so again, I could go down the shop that's literally a block away, but 
but I don't get the same connection. And so I just want businesses to start thinking about how can they start to infuse the experience and interaction they have in their own business uh, uh, to make sure that they're not getting left behind because I think people are going to start getting left behind because there's so much noise, Andy. Well, you're also talking about how do we move from things that are functional or transactional to mm-hmm. things that have meaning and purpose. You mm-hmm. know, 75,000 or some time ago, humans had this quantum leap in their brain. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and as an anthropologist, I was fascinated because all of a sudden things had meaning. They weren't mm-hmm. things. Those muffins weren't things. They represented mm-hmm. the meaning of that family, creating something special and mm-hmm. wanting to know about how to pull you into their life and yours. Mm-hmm. And that meaning is what makes us humans. So mm-hmm. your human to human is capturing something that is extraordinarily important. And I'm listening to you and I'm saying, hmm, the gap that you're, we're gap fillers, you're a gap filler. All of a sudden we're coming to the realization that just getting something you can do any old way, doing it online, mm-hmm. you can do it easily. Mm-hmm. You know, if I never go into a store again, I wouldn't be unhappy. But now the question is, what is the point of that experience in that Mm -hmm. buying so that when I own it, it has some meaning beyond the functionality of it Mm -hmm. for businesses, startups or otherwise, women or guys, you know, you're onto something very powerful. So what are we discovering that could help them actually do this? It's more than just social media put on a LinkedIn post. Mm -hmm. I think it's important that what you're talking about, that feeling, right? And there's a quote that they say, I can't remember who says it, but it's something like, I've learned that people forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel, right? right. And it's like that, that, that feeling, that warmth, that you're no longer a transaction, right? But that you're a person behind that transaction. And I think that's the big difference is we could just continue to buy every single just off a line, right? But again, it's the way those businesses make us feel that we will keep returning to that online purchase, right? And so what does that look like? The other thing though that I also want to say before we jump into some of the, I, I kind of look at three different benefits that I find that human team and marketing can bring to businesses is that conversations equal connections and that equals conversions. So my other thing that I want businesses to think about is where are you not only creating experiences, interactions, but where are you creating opportunity to have conversations? Because back in the day, do you know what I mean? Like when I was growing up, you had the yellow pages, right? And the yellow pages would come every single year and you would flip through, but you'd still have to pick up the phone to have a conversation with people. Yes. Now though, conversations are diminishing. I feel like there's almost like the lost art of human to human marketing because of our world and the, as quickly we're going. So in conjunction with how are we making feel, where are we having conversations? I was reading this book by Seth Godin called The Purple Cow. And even before I start The Purple Cow, the number one reason why I believe that businesses need to bring this in is that most recent studies have concluded that your customers are human, Andy. (laughs) They're human. I think people are forgetting about that, right? That they're forgetting that we are human beings that have a heart. And I also, I'll go off on a little tangent that in a world where actually people are, our data is showing us that they are the loneliest they have ever been. Yes. Even though we have more technology and more access to things, right? People are at their lowest. Depression rates are going up. Suicide rates are going up, et cetera. So if you have an opportunity to make someone feel, you know, through through your, your business, your brand, that purchase, whatever, is 
like you're already so much further ahead of what other people are doing, in my opinion, Andy. So again, first things first is your people are humans. Don't forget that. Uh, the second thing is in this book, The Purple Cow, I believe that a benefit and why you need human to human marketing is you must stand out and be the purple cow. And what Seth does is him and his family are traveling in France and they're in their car and they're driving and they're having this, they're seeing this most beautiful like farmland. And they're going, oh my goodness, look at that brown cow. Look at that white cow. Look at that, you know, whatever. This is beautiful. But over time, as they're driving, he goes to say is that, yeah, it just became ordinary, Andy. It was just blah. And he said, but now if there is a purple cow in those pastures of France, now that would be remarkable. And why you need human marketing is you must stand out and start being the purple cow. You must be able to start differentiating yourself from everyone else. And you can do that by human to human marketing. Um, and the last thing is I believe that human team and marketing is imperative for business growth because emotional motivators drive consumer behavior. And when you drive consumer behavior, it's going to be very hard for you not to be profitable. So that's kind of where I look at why it's so important that we need to be infusing this into our businesses, Andy. Well, now, as you're sharing that, our listeners probably are saying, hmm, I hear her, but what do I do? Because I've built my whole Amazon store. And so <laughs> it makes it simple and easy for people to order, but I'm competing with others just like me. It's commoditized. It's a red ocean. Mm -hmm. And in fact, mm -hmm. Amazon is competing with me, building things just like mine at a lower price, better mm -hmm. margins for them. So I got that as a marketplace. So locally, we're going to hope that all of our retailers come back to being merchants mm -hmm. and hope that we can go into their stores but even there, we're finding that they're agile. They're trying to reinvent something and also mm -hmm. to keep that personal attention that's needed. People, though, buy from people. At the end of the day, even if they've made it a transaction, they're looking for something. There's a package around mm -hmm. it. And so now the question is, how do we package it so it feels like that I care about you in some fashion? We had a, a wonderful woman we've known for 40 years here who sold her business, and now she's starting to do it in, in, in small shops and other ways outside of what had been because she misses the human-to-human -human interaction. There's something magical in what you're talking about. Can you share with the folks how do we do this? And then we can begin to figure out how they can do it. How do you do it? So yes, I'll talk about, I'll give examples of how I do it. And then I'll also share with you my uh, viewpoint of the two different types of sales processes. And then I think that will help your audience, you know what I mean? And those listeners to kind of understand it a little bit more. But first of all, as I hear often, well, I get a thousand orders a week. Okay. Well, what are we going to do if you're getting a thousand? First of all, congratulations if you're getting a thousand, do you know what I mean? Uh, orders a week, that's fantastic. But it doesn't mean that you still can't infuse human to human marketing. There are tools like Bongiorno, for example. Bongiorno yep. is this tool that you can utilize. You can do a quick video, do you know what I mean? And it doesn't, let me also make sure, it doesn't have to be the owner of the company that is doing the video, all right? You can still have just as much boom and bang for your buck if you've got someone within your team that can do it. Now, a word from our sponsors, Simon Associates Management Consultants. Simon Associates is us, and we love to help you see, feel, and think in new ways to help you and your business grow. We specialize in applying the tools and methods of anthropology, but we're also entrepreneurs and business builders, and we like to share our experience and expertise with you. So if you're stalled or stuck or starting up, give us a buzz and let's see if we can help you as well. You can learn all about us at simonassociates.net and read my book, learn about it at andysimon.com 
There's a free chapter you can download and a toolkit you'll find very helpful. We're on Amazon and you can buy it as a book, an ebook, or even an audible that I recorded myself. We look forward to hearing from you at simonassociates.net. Info at simonassociates.net is right to us. Now back to our podcast. Angela is talking to us about Bongiorno, but other things that you can do that could really help give a personality to the experience. You were saying that people think maybe this is difficult, but instead it's really quite simple. Explain, please. Right. Like with Bongiorno, for example, is if you've already got the client in your database, you can set up the automation triggers. So your team would get a notification to say this order came through for Johnny. It then says a notification to the team to create Johnny a video. So all they then have to do is if there's already a video done, they might just have to do a quick five minute like, hey, Johnny, you mean so excited that you bought from us really to this stitch the next part. And you literally click a button and Bongiorno sends them this video in their inbox. So you, you might have your team be responsible for doing that for an hour a day. I'm not saying do it forever. And if you're getting a thousand orders per month or per week or whatever, which is fantastic, you might not be able to do it at all, all of those right off the bat, right? As you're bringing this human to human marketing, maybe you'll do a hundred, right? And then you'll do 200 and you'll up that. The essence is, is that you're starting to get into the habit to make sure that you're creating those experiences and interactions. Another thing that I did is, is I had launched my Profit Pillars Accelerator Program for Women in Business. And we closed cart at midnight and I had to be at the airport at 9am the next day to head to the Maldives for a mastermind. And when I got to Singapore on my way to Mali in the Maldives, I uh, used my phone. I then hit Skype and I was, and I had already had, my team had printed me off a list. There was like, there wasn't a lot of people, let's be honest. There's 12 to 15 people that had signed up for that round, but I individually picked up the phone and rang each of those women myself. Now, out of those 12 I know for a fact only two answered. Now, here's the thing. You think it's harder, but people aren't probably going to pick up the phone, Andy, because they don't understand who would be calling them. And God forbid we pick up the phone these days. Yes, so right. really the essence is, is, hey, it's just Ange here. Welcome to Profit Pillars. I'm really excited to get working with you. I'm just in the airport at Singapore. Um, I'm excited to kick this off when I'm back from my mastermind. Have a great day. 30 seconds done. But then what happens is then these 12, the 10 people who then responded, Thank you so much for the message. That was phenomenal. This is like, I've never had a coach contact me before and to say, (laughs) welcome. So now I've created experience and I've interacted with them. And then what happens is I'm leaving an emotional imprint in their brain and their body because they're now feeling like they are, again, it's true because I care about them, but they are heard they're wanted, right? Um, so again, you can do it like a bonjourno where you're automating it to some degree and then just adding a little bit of a, do you know I mean, human on the end. Um, another thing is, is all of my clients that sign with me, they fill out this quick questionnaire at the end, uh, again, automated. But what happens is, is we've been able to uh, fire it off that we get their first name, uh, the name, like their address, but then we get the name of their business, the year it was established and their mailing address. That then literally gets zapped to my team, which then gets zapped to my designer. I'm completely removed. She creates this wooden bamboo plaque that has their business in the year it was established. (laughs) And they then receive it. And then they go like crazy on the internet going, oh my God, look at what Angela Henderson has sent me. This is amazing. And then I get on phone calls with them and they've got the plaque. Again, they, I, I could have given them a plaque that said Angela Henderson Consulting. 
The difference here, though, Andy, is that I have taken me out of the equation and infused it with them because business isn't always about us. It's about the customer. And people go crazy. So that's another way that if you don't want to get on the phone and you don't want to do that, you could easily. So that that plaque cost me $25 with shipping, right? But if people are signing up to one of my programs that are a couple thousand dollars, that $25 is a beautiful investment as far as I'm concerned to make sure that those people are feeling loved and nurtured. So those are a few ways, Andy, that I infuse human to human marketing or that other businesses potentially could. Uh, Angela, it's um, nothing you're talking about requires high-tech AI, doesn't require machine learning, it requires humans to understand what other humans need to care. And this is about this is about we, not I. This is about the oxytocin in the brain feeling like it's bonding with you. And you're mm-hmm. smiling at me because this is love. I mean, in mm-hmm. a very humans need hugs and love, and they mm-hmm. need it from folks, and they're willing to celebrate it, take it onto mm-hmm. the internet, tell others about it. The contagion mm-hmm. is inherent in what you've just described. Mm-hmm. I have a hunch this helps those people get 5,000, 5K weeks and, and turn it into multi, multi businesses. Yeah. And there's also a book that kind of revolutionized things. And I'll share with you a little bit about that is the book, The Go-Giver by Bob Berg and John David Mann. And what the guys talk about this is they, and it's, I literally read it anywhere from five to 10 times a year because it's such a quick read, but it's just, it's a grounding book for me. But they talk about the five laws of stratospheric success, Andy. And in the book, they say the law of value. Your true worth is determined by how much more you give in value than you take in payment. Uh They then go on to say about the law of compensation, your income is determined by how many people you serve and how well you serve them. They then go on to talk about the law of influence. Your influence is determined by how abundantly you place other people's interests first. The law of authenticity is the force law where they talk about the most valuable gift you have to offer is yourself. And the last one they talk about is the law of receptivity. The key to effective giving is to stay open to receiving. And so I share this with you because I think it's important that when you give value through human to human marketing to your business, to your audience, to your brand, whatever that looks like on a podcast or an Instagram post, an email, when you add value and you show up and you actually, again, put other people's needs first and you continue to serve them, it is going to be hard not to become profitable. Genuinely, Andy, really. Uh, not to mention if you, you know, I bring in karma, just treat people good and that will come back around in dividends, <laughs> right? So that's what they talk about, the guys talk about. But then they also shared in the book, The Go-Giver, and this is what I think it's important for people like the sales process, is typically they say that the traditional sales process that a lot of the gurus on Facebook ads are telling us we have to do in order to be successful is you've got a prospect, you qualify them, you present to them, you might overcome objections, uh, you close, you might follow up, and you might provide some customer service. That's kind of the traditional sales process. What the guys in the Go-Giver book talk about is create value, touch people's lives, build networks, which are relationships, be real, stay open, and you will become profitable. Now, I know for people, it's very hard to understand this concept of human to human marketing, even though it feels very simple to me, because it's very counterintuitive. You have to go almost against the grain of what you're being taught everywhere. But if you take that away and just go back to how would you want to be treated, right? Just to the very basics, you can easily start to infuse human to human marketing into your business at any stage. Why has it become so 
different to do human to human instead of the transactional world. It's sort of interesting as I'm listening to you. On the one hand, the business has been run by guys. Is it a guy thing? Um, you're talking here about women, women caring, compassion, um, all of those interesting questions. We don't have to answer today, but I keep wondering, how did we get so far to the extreme where the sales process had little to do with what the customer needed, but everything to do with pushing out and getting your numbers? I did a podcast with a wonderful woman, and she was talking about purpose-based selling. And she had done an analysis of somebody's sales force. And um, she came back to him and said, well, these are the five people. No, she said to him, these are five people who are selling differently than the rest. He said, those are the best salespeople. She said, they're selling with purpose. They're not mm -hmm. selling the product. They're not selling what it is you're offering. It's not the factory. It's not how good your service is. It's what does the customer need and how do mm -hmm. you sell with purpose? And all mm -hmm. of a sudden, you're talking about the same thing. How do we get purpose back into what we're doing here? Am I correct? Mm -hmm. 100% because there has to be intent. So whether or not there's intent to make more money or my thing is, is I want you just to be look at what is your intent on how to connect, how is, and connect with, again, what do they need? Well, at the same time, creating that experience and interaction, yep. because if you're not giving people what they need to help them transform, then actually your product's probably a turd and I can't polish a turd. Amen. Like really, I can't, you know, so it doesn't matter how much glitter or pink I add to it, Andy, I can't. So exactly is what are you creating that is going to transform them? And when you put that out there in front of them, how are you then going to be able to make sure they get the interaction and experience with your business and brand to keep coming back for more? I'll push a little anthropology out and then we'll wrap here. Um, because one of the things I do with my clients is I take them exploring. In fact, mm -hmm. my book, On the Brink of Fresh Lens to Take Your Business to New Heights, had seven case studies where nobody could see what was right before them. Mm -hmm. And until I took them exploring to actually listen to what the customers were talking about and thinking about. And was fascinating because when they were in the same room as I was, um, they would hear very different things than I heard. I'm looking for mm -hmm. the gaps. They're looking for how it fits into their box. Mm -hmm. Right, And it was most interesting to get them to begin to listen. One thing I ask my CEOs to do is sit on the telephone and listen to what people are asking for. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, they have that epiphany, that aha moment where, oh, my gosh, people are asking for what I don't do. And I had mm -hmm. one, one client. He said, they never call for what I do do. Well, they don't mm -hmm. need to call you for what you do. They need to call you for what they need. Mm -hmm. And you got it all backwards. So this mm -hmm. is great. Angela, a couple of things you don't want them to forget. And then we'll figure out how they can get a hold of you. Yes. I mean, my main thing is that I would just want you to remember that conversations equal connections and equal conversions. So where in your business are you having opportunity to get on the phone, DM someone on Instagram and start actually having, again, gosh, you might have to use your words here, people, I mean, not written, but verbal, right? So yeah, conversations equal connections and equal conversions. And where is that? And again, just looking at where are you adding value in the lives of the people and how are you presenting to them with what they need versus what they want. Super duper. How can they reach you? Yep. The best place is I always say, just go to my uh, website, which is AngelaHenderson.com.au. And then from there, depending if you want to listen to the podcast or read a blog or join my Facebook group or book a discovery call, head there. And then you can choose where you fit within that ecosystem because uh, everyone's businesses are slightly different. So yeah, just head to AngelaHenderson.com.au. 
I think this has been so exciting. Thanks for coming here from Australia. I wish I were there with you a little bit. It would be fun to go wandering again. It's truly been a pleasure for all of you who come to us every week to listen to the folks who I bring on this podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for your emails. It's a global population. Everybody is across the globe today. I've done someone from the UK, someone from New Zealand, and someone from Australia, which tells you how I'm getting my guests. But you send me emails, info at andysimon.com. Tell me who you want to hear. And then we will try and bring them to you. Our job is to help you get off the brink and soar. So I want you to see, feel, and think in new ways. Uh, Life is all around you. The changes are coming fast. Now's the time to be agile and it's not hard to figure it out. Stop hating change. Embrace it. It's a great time. Don't waste this crisis. It's a great time to see things through new ways. Human to human is what we're all about. And remember, you are human and that's what it's all about. So info at andysimon.com. I'll see you soon. Thank you, guys. Thank you, gals. Thanks for coming.